Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Uh, this evening, you have myself, James Radio, and uh, neurological expert, Dr. Rob Cast, joining I, us. I am, I am doing this with a concussion. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's been, a, you know, it's been a long time since the Dolphins played. They played last Thursday, so we haven't done this podcast in a while. A lot, a lot of things have changed since uh, the last time we spoke, Rob. Yes. Um, you know, so Thursday was um, not a lot of fun for a lot of different reasons, um, mainly the uh the injury to Tua who's you know as we've elaborated this season just having a fantastic season looking like the quarterback that we always wanted but more importantly you know his health is the most important thing and you know I said it last week like I said I I, if it was me I would sit him not because I thought he was concussed but just because short week he got banged up I'm not a doctor I'm not going to pretend like I know exactly what happened um all the media coverage has you know just been absolutely ridiculous in, in my mind, um, irresponsible is one word that really comes to mind. Um, but yeah, just, it's just a really unfortunate situation. And, you know, un- unfortunately concussions are a very real part of this game and whether or not you believe protocol was followed, like, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's your opinion. None of us are doctors. None of us were actually there to diagnose him or heard any of the things that the, that the doctors, the actual doctors, said. Um, yeah, I don't know, Rob. Do you have any any opinion on the on the matter? I'm. I mean, I think we're kind of in line. Uh, you're a little stronger on the. He definitely, you know, that he came out of the Buffalo game perfectly healthy because of the. You know, and I agree that's a possibility. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I like he right. was or was not concussed. I mean, like, if I had a, if I had a gun to my head, my guess, and it's a guess, I have no idea. I think he was probably concussed in the Buffalo game, um, but I think you know whatever we all we have are the protocols. If they weren't followed, it's the fault of the people who didn't follow them. I don't you know the, this calling for McDaniel's head and the you know the doll you know I don't think there's there's nothing. Nothing wrong with what the Dolphins did, although on a short week, 
yes, 2020 hindsight, sit that game out. <laughs> we already got three wins in the first four. That's better than we thought. Let's, you know, give him the two weeks, but whatever. It happened. And uh, we, we, we have no idea when he's coming back. Hopefully he'll be cleared for the Vikings game and, you know, whatever. This middle schedule, Teddy's good enough to to get us to the to the bye week with maybe two or three losses. So <laughs> that wouldn't be terrible either. Correct. Yes, this is this is an, an easier part of the schedule. And one of the, I guess, silver linings, we were kind of talking about this coming out of everything that happened last week is, you know, we're three and one, which I, you know, I, I thought we were going to be one and three coming out of the first four games. Wrong. So, at, gladly. Very happy that we're three and one. Um, we seem to have fallen off the uh, the radar for, you know, uh, you know, top teams in the NFL. Like, you know, we're not ranked number one in the power rankings anymore. No one's, you know, uh, like they're already burying us like our season's over. Oh, some um, of the power, some I've seen have us still at five. I've seen some drop us to like 10. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't think like it, most people are writing us off, which is where yeah. I'd like to be. Like I'd Love much it. rather be on this Love side it. of it, like we're we're under the radar as opposed to, you know, flying over the radar. Well, it's so, only going to last for a few more days because after we put up a 50 on the Jets with Teddy Bridgewater scoring 20 of those with by the defense. I hope so. We'll get to the we'll get to the Jets preview. In oh, the, it's going to uh, be yeah. Madden style. Like my, they're going to have negative yards. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in the next. Segment. Um, so going going back to to, to Thursday night, uh, you know, just instead of like a full game recap, um, you know, like we normally do, I just you know would like to kind of highlight some of the things that we saw. Um, yeah, I thought Teddy actually looked pretty good coming in cold, looked like you know a lot more prepared and and ready for the game uh, than he did when he got a couple snaps in the in the Buffalo game. Uh, way too had to come out. So honestly, I, I two... if he looked this good against the Buffalo game, <laughs> might not have had to put Tua back in. That's <laughs> yeah, that that is also correct. Um, but I think, you know, I thought I thought he played well given the circumstances. You know, we we he we actually had the lead for a little bit there in the in the second half. Um, we were up fifteen seventeen, and then the uh, the Bengals got that you know, got a field goal to go up, uh, 17, 15. Um, and then, yeah, it just, we didn't, didn't, didn't get there was, the, there was that. that bad interception where like the, you know, he was not on the same page with the receiver that, Oh, I, when that they were going, the, yeah. When they were marching for the, that what, could, could have been the game winning drive. Yeah, yeah. That was the backbreaker. Correct. Yeah. That was uh, at that point it was 20 to 17. I thought the defense for as exhausted as they were, I thought they, they played a, a heck of a game. Um, you know, Howard obviously is, is hurt and not himself. He does not look right. Um, you know, uh, was uh, just a I, – I felt like it was going to be a tough game to win, um, you know, given everything that had happened, you know, leading up to it. Like the, just the brutal first four games that we had to start the season and then also on a short week after such a tough game against Buffalo um, – you know, I, I, I thought it was going to be a tough one for us to win. Actually, so I, I predict the final score to be 27 to 17. I was not very far off, was I? No, not very. So, um, yeah. So, again, positive things I liked. I, I thought the defense – and I feel like through the first four weeks, we haven't really seen what this defense is capable of, given the, the level of competition we've gone against. 
So I'm excited, and that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to watching over the next couple weeks, is what this defense is capable of, like exactly how good this defense is. Because I think we've seen flashes of it and glimpses of it, glimpses of it. But I think, um, you know, we're going to get a lot of those answers now. Look, I'm a dumb optimist. So I've literally started the Dolphins defense in three leagues against this murderer's row of competition just so I can have him for this stretch coming up. Um, But, you know, getting to the, you know, Byron Jones is not coming back this week. Zamian Howard did not practice at all this week, Wednesday and Thursday. That's that's kind of the you know, that's kind of important, right? This defense needs that man coverage. Um, Cater Kohu is the highest ranked rookie defensive back. Eat that <laughs> sauce, Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a that's an amazing find, right? That's literally if if he if he ends up being three quarters as good as he's looked, that makes up for the Igbenogany miss, right? You're like, okay, we got a we got a first rounder in the seventh round, and we've got a bust in the first. Perfect, wash. Yeah, he was um, undrafted, actually. Undrafted, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's insane. Um, Needham, I like Needham. He's had his, you know, he's had his trouble, but I like him as a slot. He's not shouldn't be out, you know. He's, we're asking him to do too much. Uh, Keon Crossan has been okay. He's not, you know, I, he's I saved a touchdown in the Buffalo game. That was yeah. an amazing play. So, but again, but but still having Holland and 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 uh, Brandon Jones, that's that's a hell of a that's a hell of a safety duo. Probably now that you know the Buffalo guys out for the year, it's probably maybe the best active <laughs> active group. <laughs> they were probably only second to the to uh, Micah Hyde and uh, Poyer. So, do you think that's a, and that's part of the reason we haven't seen the same aggressiveness on defense this year is because Howard and Jones are not back there. Uh, I mean that's that's a possibility. I kind of felt like this this was um you know uh oh my god i just blanked this is josh boyer's way of putting his stamp on the defense right this is not it it has elements of what flores put in but it's not so one not i don't want to say one dimensional but not you know but it's able to do more than one thing you know he's mixing it up more but you're right i think if you can if you have lockdown corners it also doesn't help when you're going against jamar chase and stefan diggs you know it's like those those are some those are some monsters out there The you know, some of the best in the league. Agreed. Um, yeah, I def- definitely agree. Um, it was a game, obviously, I was not expecting, you know, what happened to Tua to happen to him. But the outcome was was one, unfortunately, that I, I thought was, you know, what we would see um, well, from, from the Dolphins on a Thursday. Well, let me Just ask to, you something. If, I mean, we... Teddy was on a drive that could have given us the lead in the fourth quarter. I, I think we have. I mean, there's no way. Yeah, to no, know, they played. But we uh, they played this, better than it, I thought they were. Two doesn't get if hurt. If two doesn't get hurt, they win. Th- yeah, yeah. That's a, that's I. That's what I was. It was I was. That's what I was getting at. I agree. I mean, obviously nobody yeah. knows, but you know, I, I agree. I think I think that would have that was the difference. Teddy made some plays though. Like sure. I don't want to like you know no, no. like what I'm the the long pass to Hill that was. That was an amazing throw. It was a great, great pass. And we saw 
we saw Tua under throw hill on a, you know, if he, if that interception, the Tua threw, that was, that was six. If he throws that ball where it needs to go, that's, that's six points. There was nothing but green in front of, in front right. of him. And he underthrew him pretty badly. I mean, that would have um, been, I mean, there's only like one or two guys that can actually make that throw. But the fact is he attempted the throw, <laughs> you know, that was, that would have had to be like 60 air yards. Like it was, you know, to hit him, it would have been outside his range. Like, and that's not, I'm not saying noodle arm. I'm like some guys, there's only like two guys that could do that. Yeah, I mean, well, the yeah. the throw that Teddy made was about that, that was, far. Yeah, like, would have well, been. Uh, yeah, three guys. So, anyway, I, I <laughs> no, do I think Tua is the better quarterback. I think everybody inside the Dolphins building knows that Tua is the better quarterback. Um, but uh, I, I thought to uh, Teddy did some nice things. I thought there were some some very nice throws. The interception he threw was bad, but I think, like you said, I think it was a miscommunication the run, somewhere. That first down run that wasn't a third and ten or something. He had that he had that scamper that was nice to see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, he's more than capable of, you know, winning a few of these games until Tua gets back. And I don't want to speculate on when and if Tua is coming back. Um, you know, these are the, the facts of the situation, you know, that we know. He, they ruled that he did not have a concussion. So in the, in oh, the you're going Buffalo back to game. this? I thought we did all this. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> we're talking about, like, whether or not, like. Yeah, well, we don't know. Right. We're not going to speculate on timelines. I'm just saying like, these are, these are the things to watch for as we're waiting for the results of the findings. Right. So these are things that we actually know. So if they come back and say he was concussed in the Buffalo game and, you know, they've already said he was concussed in the Cincinnati game, which is obvious. That would be two concussions. That means at minimum, he has to sit out a month. So I don't know if they have the ability to overrule the original diagnosis of what happened in the Buffalo game. Like, I don't even know if that's a potential outcome, but that's what we need to be watching for. Like, well, those I don't are, know those how you facts. could prove that. There'd have to be like video of the of the examination and say like, you missed the he did the th-, you know like I don't I don't know how you would prove it and you know going. There's back just I time. mean, there's been so much posturing like that that you don't really we haven't really gotten a lot of facts right. Like we don't know like was there a brain scan done? Like was there an MRI done after the Buffalo game? Is that part of the protocol? Like no one has said anything about like what the actual protocols are. You know, it's just, did they follow protocol? Was protocol not fo- not followed? Like, did they do a brain scan? Because that will answer whether or not he was concussed. But honestly, you know, that would give them a clear answer. I mean, I'm I'm almost I'm not. I mean, I want to see him play. I want, and, and we were talking about this off air. I want to see him play against these lousy teams because we want to see this Correct. Dolphins hitting on all cylinders. But sitting out a month, Jets, Vikings, Steelers, Lions. Teddy wins three of those games, if not all four. Fine. Then he comes back. He gets Bears, Browns, bye week Texans as to, as a tune up going into the hard part of the schedule. I take it. Yeah, I mean, all indications are that Tua is not contemplating retirement, despite all the things that people are <laughs> saying on. That was one guy, and it's the guy who they made the concussion movie I've, about. I've seen a few different. Yeah, I know, say but there's people. Retire, but like there's it. people that just are going for clicks. You gotta. You can't get mad at clickbait. I'm just I'm just I'm, stating know, the things that are being said I, I and can the see way your it's blood being pressure portrayed. climbing. I know you get, you get worked I'm up. I'm staying calm. Staying I know. Calm. I'm very proud. Yeah. So I, I really just, you know, that you and I are obviously we're not media professionals. Like this is this is a no. hobby of ours. I'm I'm but, actually you know, more qualified to, just, to like, be a neurologist than I am a media specialist. There you go. Right. It, <laughs> but neither neither one of us have any medical background. Most of the people that you're hearing talking on 
a lot of the the shows on ESPN and NFL Network are not, you know, medical professionals either, nor were they in the building or had anything to do with the diagnosis and the protocols that, that went into effect with Winston's out of my world. So just like look for the facts, like look for actual things that have, you know, that, that are meaningful, like whether or not was he misdiagnosed? Did they, did they give him an MRI? Like, did they just ask him questions? Like, what are the protocols? We don't even know. So, I mean, hopefully we get some answers this week and hopefully we figure it out. Most importantly, we all hope the two is okay. Like, I think that's the, you know, the most important thing. I don't think McDaniel did anything malicious. I think we're both in agreement there. No, you know, I've, a lot absolutely. Of bashing him. And it's like, the guy's, he's not a doctor. Like, he listened I, to the well, doctors. Wait, he wears glasses. That makes him smart. I mean, I do think he's smart, but he's also like, you know, part of being intelligent is, you know, or part of being smart is knowing when to listen, you know, and to know the things you don't know. So, you know, anyway, uh, moving on. Um, you know, it was definitely a tough loss, but getting through these first four weeks at three and one, I think is just phenomenal. Um, you know, would have liked to come out of it without as many injuries and obviously this, the serious injury to Tua. Um, but you gotta be feeling good about where we sit, Rob. I mean, I think, you know, if we look at the quadrant predictions that we did, you had them at two and two coming out of the first four and I had them at one and three. Um, that is correct. so let's, I mean, if we, you know, we should update it, right? Like this is how we, how we update, like how we, how we track this throughout the year. So, so they're three and one. So that actually puts two more wins on their total. I had them finishing at 10 and seven. You had them finishing at 11 and six. So my current pace, um, if we go, you know, to chalk, if they go chalk the rest of the way, they would finish 12 and five. And for you, same thing, right? Twelve and five, because yep. you only get the one, the one additional win. Yes, I, I would be ecstatic if they finished twelve and five. Yeah, and I think, and well, obviously, before actually, before you brought that up in my head, I'm like, twelve and five is a real possibility. And now we could look at. I mean, do you want to look at the the second quadrant? Um, yeah, we have it up, and we have some time before the break, so. I mean, the, I think the Jets are a little better than we thought they were going to be, but you know, we'll get into our our preview for what's going to happen next week. Did you watch any of the Pittsburgh game? Um, very little, uh, but a little, but a little of it. Pittsburgh is bad. We Pittsburgh's can, very I think bad. We, yeah. we can all agree on that, especially with without TJ TJ Watt. Watt. They're they're very bad. And Mink is banged um, up, so that then with you know without the two of them, forget it. Yeah, and they came, and you know the Jets were were winning and then Pickett came in and then the, the Steelers actually took the lead. Um, yeah, I, I watched a lot of that game. I don't think either one of those teams I mean, is very I've, good. I've, I think the, I've said it all year. The Jets have good skill position players. I think they've drafted well in the last few years. Zach Wilson played well in the second half. I still don't think he's very good or he's not good yet. Um, jury's out on Sala. So, you know, this is a, this is a team whose ceiling is 500 and I don't think, you know, and I don't think they're a 500 team anyway. This is a five to seven win team. I would agree with that assessment. Um, yeah. And, and it's a very winnable game, Minnesota. That's, that's who we have after the jets at home. Don't know. We don't know what's happening with Tua, So we don't know who the quarterback is going to be for us, but Minnesota, you know, you kind of 
Honestly, I'm a getting. little more scared about all the other injuries mounting. Like we'll talk about it going into this week, but like going forward, you know, if, is is X going to miss significant? Is going to miss some time? Is Byron Waddle Jones Hill. not able to yeah. come back? And you know, Waddle and Hill are banged up, so that makes the this Minnesota game is the toughest of the of this. We're calling it a quadrant, but this is the one we stuck the extra fifth game in just for fun. Right at uh, Detroit, I think is going to be an interesting one because that that team seems to be able to score a lot of points <laughs> yeah but they also give up an, a disgusting amount of points so i mean even with teddy you know we could put up 50 on them and i think our defense can slow them down enough to win that game i'm not super worried about it yeah so yeah we'll see at chicago also you know maybe the weather plays somewhat of a factor there i i I don't know. I Defensively, forget it. Like they got that, you know, they could barely, you know, I think they completed more passes this, but, but we could actually stack that line, get after fields. Like I am not worried about that game at all. I mean, again, we put in originally, I predicted four and one. We both did. Um, I see five and oh as a true possibility, but, you know, there's injuries. We don't know about Tua. We don't know about some of our other marquee names on offense and defense. So stumbling somewhere along here and losing one of these games is more probable than than just sweeping the five. So, um, so yeah, I still I say four and one. You know, it's which, the NFL. Winning winning five yeah, in a row is going to be. But difficult. that gets a seven and two. <laughs> That's insane. That like who's who's not taking seven and two. I would be ecstatic after, you know, if we were seven and two after yeah. after the next quadrant. So, um, yeah, again, one. you know, a rough end to the first quadrant for sure. Um, but what a start to the season! Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still excited, and I actually, like I touched on a little bit, I'm actually kind of glad that we're a little, you know, getting kind of under the radar here and being written off by a lot of people. I think yeah, that stuff made me mad in the preseason because I'm like you people are idiots you're, you're saying things that aren't like you're obviously haven't watched these games the things you're saying about Tua or the offense and and I get that McDaniels is an unknown but then they'll be like but Hackett's gonna fix the when are they gonna learn Hall of Fame quarterbacks offensive coordinators are useless <laughs> those guys are the reason <laughs> the offense is good not it's not the Adam. Right. You want the guy that it's got not... Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo to the Super Bowl. Like exactly. that's that's the guy that that is a good <laughs> <Yeah>. coach. <laughs> not the, not the guy who didn't get Aaron Rodgers to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So we are at time for the first segment. When we come back, uh, you know, we're going to go through pick them. We're going to go through uh, previewing the Jets game with our picks for the Jets game. Uh, we also get to go uh, through the degenerate side of things. So please stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. And we're back. So as I alluded to before the break, we started touching on it a little bit. Uh, the opponent this week for the Miami Dolphins is the New York Jets. Uh, we will be in uh, New Jersey. So a home game for the Jets. The Jets are 2-2. Two and two. They have their 
surprised top three quarterback. Wait, they're two and two? Who else did they beat? The Cleveland Browns. Oh, that was amazing. That's right. I forgot that was the week the 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 week of the comeback. Yeah, the Patriots are actually in last place in our division right now. And I think they're the worst team in the division. Right now, I think they're better than the Jets. Probably. Uh yeah. honest but honestly, I'm not sure. This is this is actually a very I feel like we're going to learn a lot about this team this week. Um, you know, this is this is a team that we should be regardless of, you know, the amount of injuries that we have. I do feel like we're a better team uh than the Jets. Um I feel like we're we're better coached. We have better, you know, we have more talent. Um I I don't think the uh certified Cougar Hunter Zach Wilson is going to be a very good NFL quarterback. I've seen a, enough I haven't seen enough of him. I mean, I, I granted, I, I thought Josh Allen was not going to make it either, but I'm usually pretty good at predicting which quarterbacks are not good. So I, I was definitely wrong on Josh Allen. So Zach Wilson has all the makings of Sam Darnold or Mark Sanchez, who were, you know, maybe my favorite quarterbacks, not named Dan Marino in NFL history. Because they were terrible on a team you hate. It, 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 they Who's, were when the Dolphins played the Jets and those guys were the quarterbacks. Those were such fun games to watch, were they not? Oh, so much. I I had this. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm tangenting. Um, who's your least favorite team? The Jets. Okay, it's mine as well. And yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, this has to be because of my age, right? Because I grew well. One, I grew up in New York, and the Jets were you know they were beating us. They they hurt us, but. People under thirty have to hate the Patriots. I mean, they grew up right when they, doing right, that, right. and our under twenties might just hate the Bills, or soon will the Bills might be the ones they hate the most. It's kind of kind of interesting. But the Jets are the, definitely the, my the least Bills and the Jets team. are very close for me because I the nineties Bills teams yeah, are the ones true. that I I really really hated. Like those were the teams that like those are the ones I really remember because like that was when my my Dolphins fandom was. I weirdly know, and maybe I weirdly. I didn't hate those players. Like I, I always respected Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly. Like it was weirdly like obviously I hated that they beat us, but I didn't have the hate for them that I did for the Jets, who were like never really good. It was because they were bad and they would beat us. That drove me insane. They would beat the Marino teams, and I'm like, they're terrible. Why are right. we losing to them? So yeah. maybe that's where where that hate came from. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just like kind of ingrained. Like you just like it was always the Jets are the that's the worst. Like that's like that's the number yeah. one rival that you hate the most. Then you know, then it was the Bills because they were naturally the ones that were keeping us from winning Super Bowls. Then um, there was the Patriots for winning all the, the Super Bowls. I didn't care. Like that was the thing. Like I never really. Because I actually we hated the Colts more we, than the Patriots because the Colts were in the division yeah, back then. I, remember that so i hated the colts more than the patriots the patriots were the least like i like that was always a win like that was like it was like a guaranteed win almost every week what so, year did that too because man manning's first few years he was still in the division right i seemed to or was that correct that? yeah it I was like remember 2000 the... 2001 i think is when they they realigned because yeah because yeah because marino like marino and manning yeah they they, yeah, they we had those the games and marino marino's la that last playoff not the last or second to last playoff game when he won the last win was against the Se Seahawks when they were still in the AFC. Yes, you you have really you have really sparked a tangent. We have gotten way off. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> way off of of talking about the Jets, but I will say this, like the last thing on this, like I hated the Colts so much 
that when the Colts played the Patriots in the playoffs, I always rooted for the Patriots. Like I always wow. rooted for Brady over Manning. That's how much I hated the Colts. I hated wow. the Colts more than, than the Patriots. Yeah. So anyway, on to the Jets this week. We don't have time to go over our injury report. No, we don't. But this is like what I want to see is I want to see this team overcome. They're they're facing some some adversity. They had a very, very difficult first four games of the season. Now they have a chance to really show how good they are, show that three and one is not a fluke, that they belong, you know, and this is a team that they're going to, you know, put their mark on. I feel like the defense is really going to show up. I feel like Teddy's going to play well. I feel like they're going to be dedicated to the running game and we're going to really see, you know, a large time of possession uh, discrepancy between us and the Jets. And, you know, I think I think we win. We're favored by three and a half, I believe, the current line is. It might even um, just be three. Did it go down to three? That's that's even better. Yeah, I, I say Dolphins 27, Jets 16. Forgot to write that down. <laughs> 27, well, now you have it for 16. I like it. I like it. I also agree. This is like... This was the game, right? We had that brutal start of the schedule. This was the okay. Now we get to now we get to take the Ferrari out on a sunny day, right? And we get to we get to see what this thing does. We could get to take it on the highway and we get to open it up. Um I think I think this is uh 35-12. Wow. This is yeah, this is just this is just this is going to get ugly. But pretty. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds beautiful to me. Yeah, all right, so just, we're in agreement. This is we feel like this is where you know we see what this team is is really all about and what they're capable of this week, even with Teddy Bridgewater leading it, even with a lot of injuries. I think um, Teddy Teddy is what do you, what do you, what's your number on this? I say he's seventy five to eighty percent of Tua. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I would say seventy five percent sounds about right. Because he's 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 not gonna have the quick the quick reads and the accuracy, but he knows how to run this offense. He's a professional, and he's got a stronger arm than Tua for what it's worth. But when you have Tyreek yeah. Hill and Waddle, that's uh you know that that stronger arm can be used. Um, we could put it to use like we did it like he did against Cincinnati. So, and it should really pay dividends in the run game. Is what I'm what yeah. I'm hoping for. Like that's what I'm hoping to see. I'm hoping to see commitment to the run. I'm hoping to see them, you know really own that time of possession, you know, both Edmonds and Mostert getting, you know, getting a lot of carries, getting a lot of touches, you know, passing game doing just enough, but you now, know, the one defense, thing that the, getting the ball back for the offense, all those things. The is what one I'm, thing what that scares for. me is if Xavier Howard can't go and we know Byron Jones isn't going, you're yep. now talking about Needham, Kohu, Actually, Keon Crossan hasn't practiced this week either. He might not go, so we might see Igmanogany out there. Like, yeah. so that's scary against you know Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Corey Davis. Those are three very good wide receivers. That's a they're not in our class. They're not in the in the class of the Bengals. But those are that's a might be a top ten trio. Yeah, they're they're all yeah they're all good NFL wide receivers. Right. No, but I mean so they're far. but they're better. That's above average if you go all three down the league. I think they might be top ten in trios talent wise. I I didn't yeah, look at it. I they mean, might not, but <clears throat> they're definitely yeah. They're I mean they're I'm trying to think of the, the wide receiver cores that we've seen. They're definitely better yeah. than the Patriots, better than the Ravens, not as good as Buffalo, not as good as 
well, Cincinnati for sure. But trio wise, if you go trio, because uh, um, the Gabe Davis the, and McKenzie, Davis did they played. both play? Uh, Gabe Davis, but McKenzie Steph Diggs, did. and McKenzie. I would yes, okay, I would they, rather they, yeah, have yeah. those three. Yeah, than, yeah, I would much rather have those three than than the. But Jets honestly, three. it's but it's it's because of Diggs. Like the other two are not much. And and Allen and no no. I'm just, but I'm just Buffalo, I'm, but... yeah. I'm just talking about the the receiver core. The 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 three like Diggs correct is far and away better but the other two were pretty close to the you know the other four or whatever whatever yeah I mean, but yeah but you're right but they're yeah. good and Brees Hall is good like I think correct yeah he um, looks like a yeah he looks like a very good running back and I, I'm that is the one player that kind of scares me I feel like Mixon is is a better running back than than Brees Hall right now and, and we were able to contain him so hopefully we can do that again I mean we did have extra rest even though there yeah. are a ton of guys that are still banged up and injured, but you know, I'm hoping the defense comes out pretty fresh. I think we will. Um, you know, I think we're going to see it. I think it's going to be a statement game for them. I really do. All right. All right. So with that, why don't we move over to NFL pick them and Rob, I will let you tell the audience just how well you did at pick them last week. Well, I won them all. There's a first uh, clean sweep of the season i had uh started strong beating you two to one and then lost two to one or one to two the next two weeks but this you liked who was it detroit uh i had the seahawks plus four and a half they won outright i actually picked them jets because the steelers are terrible didn't need those three and a half they won outright and i took the eagles and their six and a half was still enough even with garbage time uh touchdown by your jags so with that three and oh sweep i am now up seven to five in the four what weeks. was the final score of the seahawks lions game seahawks won outright i had plus four and a half oh that's right you had plus four that's right yeah, that's yeah. right i sorry i thought it said minus four yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you're right you're right you're right that game was crazy did you see any so of that? crazy yeah red zone channel was just that game it was just like <laughs> i was watching red zone all day and so that's one of the nice things about the dolphins not playing on sunday is just i kind of hate watching it. red zone i hate waking up on sunday and not having it also didn't help that i will oh up. don't get me wrong i'd much rather watch the dolphins play but I, it's nice to just watching yeah, yeah. red zone is, but is i'm fun. just I, saying it's also not fun to wake up on sunday and realize you have alan alvin Kamara in your lineup and you're like oh god damn it <laughs> Yeah, that's not fun. I had uh, I had actually just traded him in the league that I had him, but we're not going to spend this time talking about our fantasy football teams because we know nobody wants to hear us talk about our fantasy football teams. This is not a fantasy <sighs> football podcast. No. All right. So this week's slate of games, um, I'm going to try and make a comeback here because now I'm you just won three and I'm I'm way down now. I think it's eight to five uh, picking games seven to for five. the year. Uh, Twelve yeah. games, four weeks, seven to five. Seven to five. Okay, seven to five. All right, so. I got to make up some ground. So um, I know that you love Cooper Rush and the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. They're getting five and a half this... going all the way out to L.A. The Rams don't look right. Do you uh, you think the Cowboys are going to cover? Yeah, this is actually my favorite pick of the week. So I was glad you were okay to pick the Rams here. First of all, no home. F There's going to be more Cowboys fans than Rams fans in the stands. Um, yeah, because yeah. that's just gonna happen. So there's no home, there's no home field advantage. Second, the Dallas defense is for real, and Agreed. and the Rams' offensive line they can't run. They have Cooper Cup, and that's it. Allen Robinson can't get separation. Stafford has looked terrible. I really think 
Uh, and Cooper Rush is fine. He he's fine. He's you know if you get the re- if you get Pollard and Zeke going, they got Gallup back. That helped a lot. Um, they should trade for Cedric Wilson because he looked good for them, and I think he'd look good with a star on his helmet one more time. Um, yeah, Man. I really like the Cowboys this week. Yeah, <laughs> Devontae Parker would look really really good in teal right now. Like lined up next to Tyreek and, and Waddle. Yeah. We need separate. I'd much rather have him than Cedric Wilson. That 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 much is for sure. I, like, um, I mean, I don't. I don't even want him because we need separators. He's a, he's not a separator. That's just not okay. the kind of guy we need. Okay. Um. So the yeah, I I think the Rams are going to win and cover this. I I do. Cooper Rush has been. I I agree. Has been very very good. Has been solid for them. Uh, the Cowboys are a good team. Their defense is good, but I I do think the Rams are going to take this one. All right. Dummy. Um, all right. So the Philadelphia Eagles are the last undefeated team. Uh, I picked the Jags to cover last week. And if Trevor Lawrence knew how to hold a football, uh, they probably would have covered. Um, unfortunately, he does not. And they did not. And this week, the Eagles go to Arizona. They are favored by five and a half. The Arizona Cardinals getting five and a half at home. I think that's too much. I think the Eagles very well could and will win this game, but uh, I think it's going to be close. Um, I think the Cardinals are starting to get a little bit better on offense. I watched some of the uh, Panthers game. They're starting to look like the uh, the offense that we saw a little bit of last year. Uh, Kyler Murray is always kind of a wild card. So, yeah, give me, give me the Cardinals here. Cardinals are a mess. Kyler Murray's excellent at making up plays when they go. When yeah. the, in the first half, when when Cliff Kingsbury is scripting plays, they are garbage. Um, Correct. Their defense is garbage, and Philly can run. Philly can throw. Uh, you know, I Jalen Hurts. You know, he maybe he's going to be the next Josh Allen, right? We all said, well, yeah, we know you can run, but you can't throw. He's looking a little better, right? He's he's improving his throwing. Is having AJ Brown help? Sure. You know, to yeah. to, to, to Tyreek Hill. Helps our offense as well. Helps too in Bridgewater. Um, I just I don't think they're the next. They're like this holy crap. They're the best team ever. Going to go undefeated, but I don't think they're going to have a problem with the terrible Cardinals. Yeah, the the Jalen Hurts MVP train. Well, I mean, it's fine <laughs> to talk about it now. He's he uh, he earned he earned the talk now. I but, guess, but keep yeah. it up. But like, it's a long season. Like, I'm not putting the money there. No. Um. All right. So, yeah, I think the Cardinals will cover getting those five and a half at home. Um, the Los Angeles Chargers, Rob, your your favorite football team, they're get, they're favored by two and a half on the road against uh, Jacoby Brissett and the Cleveland Browns, who are two and two, but very well could be four and oh. So I actually think the Browns getting two and a half at home against I, the Chargers team, that is not that good. I hate or actually the Chargers teams. team is very good. They're just very poorly coached. I hate both of these teams so much for such different reasons. Agreed. That yeah. um, it's so hard. But one, I had a, I had a realization. You know, we always, you know, always t- like to say like, oh, this guy's a poor man's that, like a lesser version of somebody. I think Justin Herbert is just your rich man's Kirk Cousins. He's Ooh. he could he's he's just a he's he's <laughs> that's a hot take. He's yeah he's not. Nobody want his highlight reels throws are incredible. 
the guy makes plays that I haven't throws that I haven't seen anybody else make, and they get on Sports Center, and people are like, "Wow, anybody who can do that's the best in the game." But they don't show all his crappy decisions and terrible but when it matters, throws. yeah, and, and when, it matters, when it matters, they don't win games. That, yeah. that he threw the pick six at the goal line in the Chiefs, like in a huge game. They could, they should have won that game. Like that their coach throw. is terrible. I just don't. Their and, coach is terrible. And look, I think part coaching, of that is coaching. I think yeah, if he has a right. good coach, it could be. But that's my yeah. hot take: is that you know all this? There's you know. Burrow all that said, you're still taking like, them, right? I'm taking them here because I'm putting my stink on them because <laughs> the odds of me winning two weeks in a row is incredibly low. So I actually am picking them so they'll lose. Okay. I, I see your there logic your, is flawless. The past Robert. seasons, I used my terrible picking to my advantage on teams. Okay. I so I got Rams, Cardinals, Browns this week. Let's go. We're going we're gonna to turn this around. We're turning this around. Good luck. Why don't we take a stroll over to the degenerate side of things, Rob? Yeah, well, yes, sir. Another, another s- sweet job by me. Yeah, you, you, you do own this. You're, you're much more of a degenerate than I am. I'll, I'll readily admit it. I have won three of the last of the four weeks. I hit all three of my props. I said Burrow would throw over two sixty six and a half. Squeaked it out at two eighty seven. You actually had the under. So we went head-to-head there. We don't have to go head-to-head. We just happened to. So I won that one. We also went head-to-head on the Mixon uh, rushing yards. You went under over 67.5. I went under 67.5. He had 61, another close one. I prevailed. And then we both hit our overs. Yours was on T. Higgins at 62.5, and, and he doubled it at 124, well, almost doubled it. And I had the over of Chase's 74 and a half, and he went to 81. So I went so three I'm, and 0. I am and bad know. at this, but when I when I hit, I hit. Yeah, like that, that, the Higgins one was good. The Higgins <laughs> one was, was a solid call. Yeah. I, um, so and, for, I actually, and I just realized for for those of you that that might not understand what the degenerate side of things is, <laughs> like this is Rob and I picking player props uh, for the Dolphins game for the week. So we we look at you know passing. It could be any prop bet that we find. Um, it could be, you know, passing yards, rushing yards, catches, touchdown passes, touchdowns, um, all of those things. So these these are the ones that we chose for last week. Um, and we're going to be doing it again right now. So, That's right. Uh, By the way, Rob, we, we were both big on Higgins last week Was because we, we figured Chase, you know, Chase would get the attention and Higgins is very good. Yeah. Higgins is, yeah, I think he's actually the better of the two wide receivers. Um, they're both fantastic, that's though. That's, that, that's the best wide receiving room in the NFL. It's not even close. Oh, it's very close. Have you seen our wide receiver room? Uh, yeah, we don't have the. If we had Devontae Parker, maybe oh, I would. Uh, yeah, maybe I would. Maybe you I'd be so aligned with that, Rob. Would you just go in and pull the Parker off your jersey and just put your Wilson <laughs> Jr. on there already? That's why Cedric Wilson so doesn't mad. even dress. Like we don't even like who is our third wide receiver? Trent Sherfield is our third wide receiver. Who's a practice squad wide receiver? No, he's better than practice squad. He was on a practice squad last year. Was he? Because he was also yes. last year, he was also the playing ahead of Brandon Ayuk when Ayuk was in the doghouse. He actually that was right, correct. They called him up off the practice squad. That is correct. Okay. Um this week, some interesting prop bets for sure, with a lot of a lot of injuries, a lot of intrigue. We did find a better site for prop bets than, than we have used previously. There's way more that we found on this site. So um 
I, the three that I liked, and I, we've already established I'm not very good at this, but I think maybe I'm getting the hang of it. Um, there were more, there's a lot more options on this site. So I think I have better chances of hitting them. Uh, the first one I really liked was uh, Michael Carter, the Jets' second string running back. Um, he's kind of like the, the pass catching one. Uh, his rushing yards is it was listed at 31 and a half. I'm I'm going to go under there. I don't think their second string running back goes over 30 yards on us. Yep, unless it's some weird draw on third and 32, and he gets yeah. 31 and a half. Uh, yeah, some kind of weird thing. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think that happens. The next one I really liked was uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, he's he's actually he's pretty good at scrambling. So his his passing totals were, were pretty low. His pat, they had him at 218. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to touch that one. I, I think he actually will go under, but I'm not going to touch that. What I liked was his rushing yards were listed at eight and a half. I'm going to take the over there. I think he's going to be scrambling around, kind of running for his life a little bit on Sunday. I like and that. teams I could tend see to run on us pretty well. So yeah. I think he's going to get at least one 10 yard scramble. Well, when you play us, man, you know, when you play man, it's there's Correct. a lot of times the whole side of the field opens up and it lets a guy run for a first down. I and learned, my I learned final that one. On yeah, another <laughs> another guy I have a soft spot for, uh, Mike Gusecki. He has uh, not really, outside of the Baltimore game, not really shown up much this year, um, but they have him listed at 20 and a half. I think with the wide receiver room banged up and Teddy at quarterback, I think we see a little bit more Gusecki this week in the passing game. Um, they have him listed at 20 and a half. I'm going to take the over there. I'm going to go over on Gusecki. So under on Michael Carter, 31 and a half, over on Zach Wilson rushing eight and a half and over on Gasecki receiving yards at 20 and a half. Your Gasecki soft spot is bigger than a baby's skull. That is true. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. So I am also going to take an under on a running Jets running back, but I think Brees Hall, who I think is very good, his line is set at 48 and a half. And I think we can stop the run. I love the way Sealer and Wilkins and, 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 uh, or all those guys are playing up front. Um, I think if we can hold Mixon under uh, to 61, we can hold Hall under 50. So I'm taking the under there. And then and this is I'm just I'm going something that you said earlier, something I, I also agree. I think this is the, the week we get to take out our running game, take out the shiny new toy and maybe get that offensive line. Let him push around an inferior opponent taking Mostert's over 54 and a half. And this one's crazy, but I'm even taking Edmonds over at 28 and a half. I think they're both because they're both going to get carries. I see Mostert. My my prediction: Mostert has a long a, a 50 plus yard touchdown run. We're going to see that finally, and Edmonds is just going to get his enough carries to get himself to 40, 50 yards. I think we, we I think we might rush for 200 yards. I hope so, and I, I really I I think that has to be the game plan. Um, yeah, and, and I really would like to see us execute that this week. So, yeah, I'd love to see it. All right, I hope we both I hope we both go three for three. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we are a little bit over for our second segment. When we come back, it's going to be time for Rob and I's favorite part of the show, oh, Fantasy, Fantasy camp. camp. So please, stay tuned. And we are back. Hit it, Rob. fantasy camp so miami dolphins fantasy camp for those of you that are not familiar is a little game that rob and i like to play 
where we draft fantasy teams every week comprised solely of Miami Dolphins skill players. In the past, this has been quite the exercise in futility, but this year it's actually been quite a lot of fun because there's a lot of weapons on this team. It's weirdly, it's way more top heavy. I mean, we knew it would be top heavy with Will and with Waddle and Hill. Ooh, Will, I just gave him a new name. Um, But it's been weirdly top heavy as in like, Everything else is a crapshoot after that. It's not, you know, I thought, I thought I got to give you props. I thought Edmonds would be a, a bigger part. I thought Mostert would be more of the change of pace. You liked Mostert better and you were right quickly. Mostert is the guy, you know, as long as he's healthy, he's good. He's starting. He's out there first. Although for fantasy, Edmonds gets the goal line. Edmonds gets a lot of the pass catching. So they kind of, if they were one back, they'd be, they'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, they complement each other very, very well. Yeah. Um, and it, I would like to say it doesn't matter the year. I, I do own this game. So, that is uh, true. Rob, why don't, you, why don't you tell them what happened last week? Well, last week you got to pick first, which means you get Tyreek Hill. And he had 10 catches for 160 yards. So that was more than my whole team scored. That was uh, – you also <laughs> had Edmonds and his one touchdown a week. So he had eight points, you know, with six of them coming from a touchdown. <laughs> You also had uh, your boy, soft spot Kasiki, had his three major points. And you have Ted, Teddy's best friend, Trent Sherfield. You know, this is <laughs> this is one of those where, the, you know, a lot of times the backup quarterback has a lot has more rapport with one of the backup wide receivers because they're, you know, they're practicing more together. And and I think he looked his way. Maybe it was a I don't know how many of those four catches came from teddy i probably should have looked that up but i feel like most of them uh you know came in in that second half so he had 55 yards um and seven points so you rank and holland neither of our defenders did much in the stats department holland's had a couple tackles for the one point so you crushed me with the 39 there i had waddle two for 39 mostert my big player of the week was 69 rushing, 12 receiving with two catches, worth eight points in our scoring system. Craycraft and Smythe gave me the big old goose egg, and uh, Melvin Ingram gave me half a point with his tackle. So I put up 12 and a half, which is the worst total of the season for either of our teams by a lot. I think 2020 was the my previous, previous low, low and the yeah. previous low before. Just to give you an idea, you you know week two <laughs> that that uh buffalo game you put up no, the 58. baltimore game <laughs> oh the baltimore game yeah you put up 58 and i put up 39 and a half so that's crazy both of those still the two highest scores of the week because you had 39 this week so i'm coming for revenge you got to pick first you had the advantage and now when i have the advantage everybody's hurt and i have no idea who's going to play um because the Football gods don't like me for fantasy camp. <laughs> but I and the excuses eye. start again. Taking Tyreek Hill and his what? What's wrong with him? Why is he, why did he was why was he limited today? A shoulder quad quad, quad injury. So one he of the wheels. Have, Hopefully he's fine. I'm, he should I'm, have at least four of those, right? If they're quads, he should be okay. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I also hope Jalen Waddle is uh, going to be okay, and I hope he. Uh, does a better job hanging on to the football seems to seems to drop a couple every week so let, let's go jail let's have a big game on uh 
on Sunday. Um, I also got another pick, so I'm going to take Raheem Mostert. I think we both believe he's going to have a big game on Sunday. So Waddle and Mostert, yep. carry me to victory. I like it. And I swore I would never take your soft, your soft baby soft spot, Mike Kosicki, until he proved it. He had the one big game. I took him the week after. He did nothing. You could have him. I'm taking Edmonds because, I again, he'll let him get his touchdown, and maybe he gets – and I think he can get some yards. And I'm taking Teddy's boy. I'm going with Sherfield. I think he's uh, – especially if Hill or Waddle are, are somewhat limited, I think he might be Teddy's favorite target. Yeah, I think we're – we might start to see a little bit more of the wide receiver room outside of Waddle and Hill. Uh, I don't know what it's going to look like. Maybe as a gets on the field this week, maybe Cedric Wilson dresses and plays and does something. That'd be nice. Honestly, perfect world. We're running and those guys don't have to play the second half. Also, They're able, yeah, but not, don't yeah. have to. So I, I did mention earlier uh, in the degenerate side of things that I think Kaseki's uh, probably going to be a bigger part of the offense. So I'll, I'll take Kaseki this week. Um, and I guess I'll go with the guy that, only catches touchdowns, even though they've been from Tua. So I'll go with Craycraft. He seems to be the fourth wide receiver. I guess we don't really know. So I'll, I'll go with Craycraft. He's Craycrafty. He is very Craycrafty. Um, yeah. By the way, I mean, you took the over of twenty and a half for Gesicki. That's not a that's not a monster uh, fantasy game. But and, yeah, yeah. Well. You basically left me with the choice of of Wilson. I I, you know what? I'm taking as a comma just because I like him. And maybe he'll get on there. It was it's between him, Wilson, or Smythe, really. And you know, Smythe is out there as much or or more than Gasicki, but it's obviously for blocking. Um, you know, maybe they are running well with Smythe out there, and then he ends up catching a ball or two or gets himself a touchdown. Whatever. There's a this last pick, the person who picks first, their last pick. I think once I had the Craycraft touchdown. Usually this is a big old goose egg. So I'm taking it with uh, as a comma. Oh, and then Swing I, for the fences. I like it. And then I get to pick defense first. There are a number of good choices uh, this week. So I'm just going to take Holland because he's a monster. He can get picks. He can get sacks. He can get tackles. I love him. Give me the, give me the snowman. Yeah, I love, I love Holland as well. Um I'm going to go with Jalen Phillips. I think this is uh, – I hoping this is his breakout game. I know he's been very, very close a lot this year. Uh, his pressure stats are elite. Um, he just hasn't gotten any sacks yet. So I'm hoping this is the week that he breaks through. Monster game. Go for a couple sacks. Hopefully maybe a strip. Maybe maybe a fumble recovery. Let's go. Let's let's get some, get some numbers out of Jalen this week. Yeah, good pick. Good pick. Good luck. I hope your team scores 100. I hope your team scores 100 as well, Rob. That's the beautiful thing about this game. <laughs> Even when you lose, you win. Yes, true. Usually, not last well. week. It didn't, didn't really pan out so much. But it was nice to see Tyreek go off. That was good. All right. So um, we got a little bit of time left for nonsense. What uh, Have you watched House nope. of the Dragon yet, Rob? I'm going to ask you every week. Yep, I'm going to tell you no every week probably. I, you know what? Honestly, I even stopped. I haven't even watched Rings of Power since last we talked because I don't really care about that. You know what I'm actually stuck on? What's that? I can't stop watching Alone, the the show Alone. I've heard people talking about it, and I finally there's like nine seasons, so um, we're on season two. It's a History Channel reality show. I hate reality shows, but this is ten, sounds terrible. It's ten people, dro each dropped off in a spot in British Columbia, 
and they have to fill it, film it themselves. They get 10 items and they're just stuck out in the wilderness. There's bears. Sounds like naked, naked and afraid, except it's, they're not naked. It's like that. They're not naked and they literally have to live by themselves. And like, you know, the first guy was out there for like two months with like a survivor ripoff. Yes. But it, there, it's a true survivor thing, but there's no crew. It's not like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm like, there's four cameramen around you. Like, you're, you're fine. Like, these guys are GoProing it by themselves. And it's actually really cool what some of them can do, some of the things they come up with, um, some of the stupid ass things they do. Some people have, like, not eating after four, you know, for four days. And one guy couldn't start a fire. So he was drinking like brackish water that he was filtering through moss, started hallucinating. Like, some, it's a really fun show, actually. Uh, I like I'm it. shaking my head. I know the, the, the viewers, or not the viewers, our listeners can't see it. But uh, okay, Rob. All right. That's, uh, I see you. I, all right, I, I, that's I a little out that. there for our nonsense segment, but yeah, that's it. all right. Alone is it? Is it streaming anywhere? Uh, Hulu, it's a, Hulu? His, a history channel thing, so you could probably, you know, go from there. But it's on Hulu all nine seasons. Um, my other thing, I don't think I mentioned this. Uh, oh no, because we spoke before. I'm so I'm still in Florida. I'm in St. Pete. Hurricane Ian came through. Didn't really affect us, but it knocked out my power for four days. So luckily we taped on Tuesday night last week and I didn't have power from Wednesday to Saturday so we would not have had a podcast if we didn't get it in on Tuesday night so that worked <laughs> out or didn't but I read the uh the new Andy Weir book the Project Hail Mary he's the guy who wrote The Martian uh, oh nice really good I really liked it and I'm sure they'll make a movie out of it and I'm looking forward to it I recommend Oh yeah I'm looking for a new book to read I just finished I think I mentioned this on the last cast the uh, the 90s that uh oh, yeah, yeah. written by Chuck Klosterman was really very good um, cool. I also watched the uh, the Dahmer uh, documentary or oh, docu series yeah. on uh, on Netflix. We we burned through that. That was excellent. It was very very good. So highly recommend that for anybody that would be interested this Halloween season. All right, I, that'll do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. Um, give us a follow on Twitter at t blowhole. Uh, you can uh, email us on Gmail. It is at or wait, our Gmail is. I should have this. The blowhole radio at gmail dot com. Thanks, Rob, for having that memorized. The blowhole radio at gmail dot com, and then uh, at t blowhole on the Instagram. So uh, please give us a follow um, and drop us a line. We'll uh, we'll give you a shout out on air every time, guaranteed. All right, I'm totally going to superimpose a piece of the of our ending song right here. And I'm going to wait a little bit. Let's go Dolphins! <laughs> Four and one. <laughs>